And then he threw that second pass, and I said, there's the Baker. <laughs> yep. Yep. Only thing is, and the only thing I'm going to say, and then we can get the podcast started. I was so glad because of them fucking Browns Baker fans on Twitter. Um, the, ba- can... the Baker bros. Oh, my God. Yeah. So now they can fucking shut the fuck up at least for another couple of months that, that yeah that's what baker does that exactly what you saw like he's not he's not the worst he definitely is not the worst he can play but there's just a ceiling with him today's episode of the queen of central browns podcast is brought to you by sports drink your digital water cooler sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports they're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. What up, my boy? Huh? What up, my boy? This is the quintessential Browns podcast. <laughs> Just like some wild pit bull dog. QB Pierce. Welcome back. Um, we did not lose or play a game. This is the season ending episode, the wrap-up episode. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. That's our other host, Jake Solomon. Um, we just gonna go over this season, get some grades out, give some thoughts. It's gonna be fun. What you gotta tell the people before we get started? Oh man, uh, I, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a uh, a season in review episode. It's gonna be good to look back on the good times, a lot of bad times, a lot of good times though too. So it'll be uh, yeah. it'll be one for the ages. Probably our best episode yet. Yep. So QB Pierce, get get ready for this recap so we can have to look forward to next season and feel good about this season. God damn it. If you don't already, you should after this episode. All right. Hello, motherfucker. This team has gone through a lot, too, to get to this point. Is that something that, that you guys could draw on? I think so. Yeah, it always helps to go through tough times and, um, you know, truly be tested, uh, whether that's, you know, injuries or close games, um, you know, finding your identity, things like that. You just, you, you just, go prepare i mean uh i've said it to some of the guys like there's not this daunting task of like getting ready to prepare for 20 games you're preparing for one game and that's it good to fall back on it like i think you can get comfort in that but just going and playing a good football game and you know when the dust settles you like i said you pick your head up and you see where you are yeah i talked about him the last time um you know obviously a rookie but has command that goes beyond usually uh, the scope of a rookie um decisive with the ball accurate passer um by some time makes big plays down we're the just field. focused on our guys and how we're going to treat the game we know it's the playoffs um every mistake is amplified every big play is amplified mistake can send you home a big play can um can can help you advance and that's what it it, it is it's single elimination football and uh, whatever you can do to advance each week, um, that's what you have to do. You need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here. Yeah, 
I'm looking in the mirror. Do I look good? I got my extra bands on. I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. Um, see what happened. Play action on first down. Flacco airs it out. Open downfield. Najoku has it. There's the big play from Flacco. He put it in the bucket for a tight end to the tune of 45 yards. Tight ends here on first down. Flacco rips one wide open in stride Bryant. Here he goes into midfield and deep in Houston territory. Dragged down by Houston Carson. Goal. Hunt up the middle. He goes over the top and he's in. Touchdown Cleveland. Flacco shovel pass. Hunt has it up the gut. Hunt is in once again. Touchdown Browns. So back in the game. Great news for Houston. Handed off Damian Pierce on a misdirection. And he loses to Owusu Koromoa, the leading tackler for this Cleveland defense. Looking to make something out of nothing. He can. Owusu Koromoa in there again. And guess what? Behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of two. We played poor. And uh, you know, that's something that we have been trying to get away from. You know, trying to start fast. And and especially on the road, you know, getting getting our feet up underneath us, you know, as soon as we as soon as the ball snapped. But uh, I mean, they just they just played their game better than we played ours. You know, they take advantage of our mistakes, and it's just unfortunate that we had a bad day uh, today. We we fought through a whole ton of adversity this year, and you know, this is just another step of it. You know, it's something you got to use as motivation you know, for next year. You know, this is, this is the most painful loss I've had in my career. Absolutely, and this is something I'll use uh, every day until we get back to you know, this point next year where you know, we're, we're going to the playoffs and we're making another run again. And I'm going to continue to motivate the guys and inspire the guys to, to use this uh, to uh, you know, work a little bit harder, you know, train a little bit more, think about, your, think about what you need to do to get back to this point and never have this feeling again. Okay, these days, as we know, are no fun just uh, meeting with the players and uh, it's very abrupt when, when the season ends and, you know, all our guys uh, really put in so much work and to not be playing any more games, that, that's tough. That's hard for our guys and hard for us as coaches. So, you know, that's the immediate emotions and the first thing you think about when you wake up on a day like this. And then you also have to step back and, and you know, express gratitude because I am extremely grateful for this football team. Um, you know they work like crazy uh they put they did everything i asked them to do uh, really going all the way back to april um and they fought for each other you know I, I think those are a bunch of guys that care about each other um and i think you saw that throughout this season i'm not gonna really get into my role and all that jake other than to say uh, we'll put in the work Have nice try <laughs> We we made it to the playoffs. We we all saw that game, and then that was the end of it. Let's just say that we made it. We got to the wild card game against the up and coming Houston Texans, and I did sleep on C.J. Stroud. I ain't gonna lie, I didn't, because maybe because we didn't play him before, and I don't watch Texans games just to watch him. The kid is good. He was as good as advertised. Um, Joe Flacco did Joe Flacco shit, except for any other time when he threw two interceptions. We up by 14. This time we threw two interceptions. We was down by 14. And that was pretty much the end of the game. And it was it, it was bad. It was it was really bad. Um, 
but yeah, I don't want to dwell on that. This this is not the Texans episode. This is the recap episode. Unfortunately, it just happens to be after only one game in the playoffs. But um, I will say this about that game. It started off right. We started off very hopeful. Hometown Hunt scoring touchdowns again. I'm glad for everything he did this year, being a last-minute uh, excuse me, um, sorry, uh, sorry we cut you. Can you please, can you please come back, please, and help us out, please? Thank you. And he did all that, so like I wasn't mad at him for that. But yeah, that was it. That was, that was it. You got anything to say about that game? No, you know what was interesting about this game? Like, of course, I was upset that we lost, but I, it was, I felt, I, I felt, this is me discovering more about myself. I was actually surprised with how quickly. I was over it and like, not mm-hmm. like not breaking the walls or, you know, you know, punching anybody or anything. I yep. was over. It. I think I felt like, well, you know, we, we've been on borrowed time. Kind of, I don't know why I had that mentality, but I kind of, I think that helped me in the grieving process feel like, well, you know, we're missing, you know, our entire starting offensive line <laughs> pretty much. And we were, you know, obviously yep. out without a lot of guys, um so there was that and and maybe part of me deep down thought like ain't no way we could actually you know make a really deep run so i think in some ways it helped but that's all i got to say about the game as you said cj stroud played perfect um and joe flacco did not and we have some questionable play calls but yeah it, it is what it is and uh you know on to next year yeah hmm. what did you say about the Getting over it, that was that was right on. Like, I get it was a weird feeling to be absolutely. I'm I'm talking about within 30 minutes of the game being over, I was yep. already like, like no big deal. Yeah. And it's because, like you said, it's like we had this plan with house money feeling. We definitely overachieved. Um, shit, we playing with our fourth string or fourth quarterback of the year, or 38 year old quarterback who still had a little bit left in the tank. No Nick Chubb. Fucking no fucking the Joe Batonio. Like it was it was crazy. It was it was crazy for us to do. And I will say I want to give him his flowers because I don't think we did a game, but JOK man had a fantastic game. Miles didn't show up. I don't really know who on defense actually showed up. Greg Newsom didn't show up. Emerson missed a huge tackle. Um I don't know what happened to defense. The the defense completely fell apart, but JOK. I mean, that's arguably one of the best games, linebacker games that we've seen, man. And it's not – I mean, I, I think we kind of touched on it this season a little bit about, you know, prior – maybe prior to JOK, may, maybe Dequel Jackson has been our best linebacker in, in potentially our lifetime. Um, yeah. But even then, he wasn't in the backfield. He was making tackles, nah. good tackler, but he wasn't in the backfield disrupting plays, causing problems at the line of scrimmage. JOK is – attacking the holes he's making tackles um you know of course he's not he's not perfect but very impressed with how well he played that guy came to play he was handling his business i wish other guys could have as well but jok man that was a very very impressive performance four tackles for a loss in that game other team tackles and four of them were for a loss that's 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 wild um, so I hope big picture, I hope he gets an extension. He played really well this season. 
Yeah, he definitely gonna be up for his his money. He he earned his money. He earned he went to Pro Bowl. I think he was an alternate, but then they was like, Oh, we gotta let him be in the Pro Bowl. It's already bullshit. We gotta let him we gotta let him run around in the flag football game, whatever the fuck they do now for the Pro Bowl. But overall, what was what was our record? Eleven and if you had the playoffs. Eleven and six. Eleven and six, if you include the playoffs, eleven and seven for the year. So that means we played 19 games, an extra game even. The yeah, last 18, game we did. 18. So that was like a throwaway game. Yeah, 18 games. That we, we had a throwaway game that we're not even going to count. But yo, imagine that. Imagine past QBPs, QBP, when we was ending the season, just hands on our fucking, sitting on our hands, biting our nails, trying to hope that we can make it to the playoffs or just flat out no contention. This was one of those seasons where we literally had a game to spare. Can you imagine? Can you imagine getting used to that, QB Pierce? We don't even have to worry about the last game of the season because our spot is secure. So that's, I congratulate our rounds on that. Um, like you say, we didn't have we missed so many players, and we still won eleven fucking games. A lot of them down to a lot of them down to the wire. A lot of them on field goals. A lot of them on missed field goals from the other team. At least one on a missed field goal from the other team. We had we did have an ass whooping. What was the ass whooping? Whose ass did we beat? One of them games was so easy. That oh that we beat. Uh, we we yeah. shut out the Cardinals. Was it Tennessee? Oh, the Cardinals. Yeah, we we, we beat such Tennessee a... pretty well too. That was twenty-seven three. Cardinals, we beat twenty-seven nothing. Oh yeah, that was our blowout. We had a blowout this year. QB Pierce. When was the last time we blew somebody out? I yeah. mean, we got a lot. We got a lot to look to to be happy about this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what else I want to recap on the year? Um, that's a whole another segment. The coaching. And the game balls, uh, yeah, just oh, dealing with adversity as a like I say we we had all these quarterbacks. We had Deshaun Watson starting to look good. He was he he had beat the Ravens. I saw a meme had yep. to remind me he was the last person to beat the Ravens for us, and he had a good game. Was that his fourteen for fourteen in the second half game? It, it was. That was him. Yep. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, Deshaun. Well, I don't care what these. Don't call him all types of names. Bomani Jones still won't call him his name. Call him nasty man every time he referred to him. And it's okay. They still making the rape allegations. Long as he pick up where he left off, I think they can make all the jokes they want. I don't give a fuck what they talk about. But yeah, Nick Chubb would be back. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, I'm proud of my Browns. Eleven wins again. Like I say. Uh, extra game to spare. It's just think about that. A game to spare. How long it been since that? I don't think we, it, for sure, in the last twenty years. I mean, twenty four years since the comeback. But I'm trying to think. Even when I was little in the nineties, did we even have spare mm. games? Like no, we always was playing yeah. for our fucking playoff lives. That yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of positives that happened. You know, despite it not ending the way we wanted, a lot of people getting hurt. Like you said, we yeah, we had a game to spare. We had a throwaway game this year. That's, that was pretty tight. And, you know, we we got to see a wide receiver break a franchise record for single yardage in a game. That's pretty cool that that happened, oh, yeah. too. So 
Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens with Miles, but we might get a defensive player of the year, which would be cool to say. Um, and overall, we got to see our, our defense completely uh, revitalized, um, although we kind of laid an egg in the playoffs, but we got to see a huge difference between the Joe Woods defense and and Jim Schwartz. And I, and I still think that there's room to grow there for everybody uh Stefanski Schwartz but that was you know the biggest thing for us especially in the beginning when our defense was like we were kind of discovering our defenses for real mm -hmm. you know that was that was pr pretty fun to be a part of and be like oh shit we shouldn't we shouldn't really doubt these guys as much I, we got some confidence in them we I kind of prefer our defense on the field they got a better chance mm -hmm. of scoring with the defense um so that was also a pretty cool moment or moments, I guess, the season, just seeing a, a competent defense. Um, so, we'll, yeah, we'll see, see kind of where it goes from there. But, yeah, there were, there were some, like, positives for this year for sure. Yep. So, overall, QBP, we made improvements. We got – we gained our league-wide respect. We're not the fucking laughing stock. The AFC North is for real. We are a number one defense. That's crazy. Like you say, we'll keep bringing up the playoffs, not to keep harboring on it. We we got shit on the playoffs. But uh, we did what we were supposed to do to get there. So we got to harbor on that and lean on that for the future. And QB Pierce, we should be all right going into the next season. And with that said, let's do a metaphor for how we felt for the whole season. All right, metaphor for the 2023-24 season. I thought about this, and it was pretty easy. I'm going to compare this season to having – I think you might have used this metaphor before, maybe. But if not, it's perfect. Like you have a kid that's in a spelling bee, <laughs> and he, he, he shouldn't be. He signed up for the spelling bee. And you like it was like as was like well everybody gonna sign up for it, but he, whatever. So he get in the spelling bee and he did good. And it's like, wow, he he a little smarter than I thought. And then he just was on this tear, this amazing tear, and he just was outspelling all the schools, all the school local spelling bees. He going crazy. And they like, oh my God, we didn't see this coming. Like all these years we thought he was so stupid. But look at him. He is spelling his ass off. He'd have made it to the nationals for the first time in like 20 years or only the second time in 20 years he'd have made it to the nationals, somebody from his family. <laughs> then he gets to the nationals and I'm talking about he couldn't even spell soap. He couldn't Damn. spell door. He couldn't spell cat. It's like, what the fuck? All this shit you was doing, how did you unravel right now? Couldn't handle the lights. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, that's because he, he is stupid. We just got lucky. <laughs> So, you happy with him for getting that far? You give him a little trophy. You stop at McDonald's on the way home anyway. Wow, man, <laughs> that was perfect. That was that was perfectly said. That's gonna be tough to top. Yeah. I thought I thought you were gonna save your most graphic sexual <laughs> metaphor. No, nope, I, no, I was expecting to hear this season was like being at an orgy, right? No protection. This is, everybody's in the orgy. Everybody naked. Everybody have, having a good time. It sounds like that's where you want to go. Keep it going. <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe I will. Okay. Uh, this season, like an orgy, 
uh everybody just having a great time uh mm-hmm. you know, the, the, everybody's just uh swip swapping and uh you know everybody's sharing equally everything's going really really well you know more than yeah we've been tested so we know ain't nobody spreading nothing right everybody <laughs> clean you didn't even you didn't even know and you know in the previous years you had tried to do one but the scheduling didn't work out you didn't even know you were capable of scheduling such a such an event and then and then it gets towards the end everything's going well and then someone someone shits on the couch and and then everybody had to go home oh did I, did I lose you you said, i saw your it, head. it stopped and then it came back i heard the part, i heard the shit on the couch okay somebody <laughs> shit on the couch and then everybody was completely turned off they took their food from the orgy potluck. They went home, and what started out as a great, great event turned out very disappointing. That was perfect. Because <laughs> that is the perfect way to end the good time. Such a bad, dramatic way to end the good time. Like throwing two interceptions, pick sixes in a row. Oh, my Hit God. The couch, yeah. man. That's it right there. Shitting on the couch, throwing picks. So there you have it, QB Pierce. We had ourselves a, a dumb spelling bee champion and somebody shitting at the orgy. <laughs> what a way to sum up the season. <laughs> Let's give out some game balls for the season. Um, you brought him up already defensively. JOK. He showed up in that last game, and he showed up every game. He led the season in tackles for losses. He he just he made so many plays. Just, he was so important every time he was on the field, just as important and just as disruptive as Miles Garrett, if you ask me. Um, and, of course, then you got Miles Garrett. So, I mean, it's a, on defense, it's a toss-up between them two. Yeah. And then – Offensively, I'll give my game ball to uh, – I'm going to give it to Kareem Hunt just for, for coming back like and humbling himself and uh, and saying, you know what, fuck it, I, all right. Because I could, I could go sign with somebody else, but all right. So, yeah. Yep. And they, therefore, you can give it to somebody else or whatever. But I'm going to give mine to Kareem and uh, and JOK. Um. These these are players we need to extend, or sorry, no, no, MVP. game balls for the oh for the for year, the year. Mm. yeah. We thought played the best this year offensively, uh, offensively and defensively. Yeah, yeah. Uh, defense, I I'll give it to Miles Garrett, but yeah, that's I want to give it to JOK, but you said JOK, so I I'm gonna just pick different someone else. Miles Garrett, uh, he did have a great game, and I think. He had, I think this season, Miles Garrett probably had like his best games, I guess. I mean, we had at least two games where we got to see him kind of take over. One is the Colts. And uh, what was that? What was the other game that he had that he was? The punt block, I mean, the field block game. Yeah, whenever that one was. But we saw it happen multiple times as opposed to, you know, maybe some other times in the past where, you know, he just has a sack. But this time, you know, this year, I think we got to see multiple games where he was incredibly disruptive and you know he was doing his fake you know 
crossover thing. And, you know, Miles Garrett had a lot of fun mm-hmm. this year. So I'll give it to Miles Garrett on defense. Uh, offense, um, man, I still want to give it to Nick Chubb just because I love that man. Uh, yeah. but I'll, I'll give it to, uh, I'll give it to Amari Cooper. He, he played so well. Um, broke the franchise record for receiving yards in a game. Um, and made some amazing catches, runs great routes. Um, so I'll give it, I'll give it to Amari and, and Miles. Yeah, honorable mention, I got to give honorable mention game balls to Njoku just for being, yeah. making some hell of a plays this year. Obviously, Dustin Hopkins just winning games, literally. And um, on defense, other than the complete shit the bed of a game he had against the fucking Texans, MJ Emerson yeah. had a hell of a second year. He had his interceptions. He had a multiple interception game. And mm-hmm. he was doing pretty good opposite this award. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was proud of him until, yeah, but yeah, he fucked up again that text. That play was terrible. He ran it. He just ran out of bounds. That was yeah. that was bad. That was bad. It was bad. Was it, bad. Was. it was bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So there's our game balls for 2023, 2024. Hopefully we can we can build on those players. All right, uh, fuck it. Let's do uh, hopes and previews for the season. Because um, that's all we can do is hope and preview. <laughs> um, this year, like you say, we was 11 and 6 with the playoff loss, or 11 and 7 with the playoff loss. And we overachieved because we only had us winning 10 games at the beginning of the season. So since we overachieved, and we won 11 games just based on the defense being young. Uh, if we bring back everybody or say we bring in two new draft picks to not to replace, maybe we bring in a new, I don't know, outside linebacker to go with JOK and a new free safety to go or strong, whatever the other safety Dale Pitt is, we bring in a guy to compliment Dale Pitt. I don't know whoever, but say we bring back 85% of the defense as is. We bring back, obviously, Nick Chubb and Omari Cooper and and uh, Njoku and even uh, Brian. Even David Bell. <laughs> but, uh, just with the team as constructed, Deshaun Watson quarterback and our Batonio, a more competent uh, Will Wills. We should win at least another eleven. I'm gonna say we're gonna win eleven games without even seeing the schedule. Fuck wow. it, we win eleven games. <laughs> we do. We do have a tough schedule next year. I know that it is tough. Um, Damn it. <laughs> that that being said, yeah, I I think. Um, It'll be interesting to see what happens with Chubb. I hope we can bring him back. Uh, but that's a question that, you know, there's something to think about. Do we, we don't, we don't know what a future Nick Chubb is going to look like. Um, and do we feel confident enough with Jerome Ford as his backup or potential, you know, maybe he has to start the season. I don't know. But do we look for running back help? 
is Kareem going to even be back? I, I don't know if Kareem's going to be back. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if he's going to retire. Who knows? So those are questions to think about. I hope I hope we can retain Jim Schwartz. I know he's getting some looks as head coach, but maybe not after the playoffs, after what happened uh, and his right. kind of inability to make adjustments. Really, it was not a great showcase for Jim Schwartz um, against C.J. Stroud. Um, we desperately need wide receiver help. I think that's got to be our number one priority going into the offseason, um, getting wide receiver help. Because after Amari, like, who can – I mean, I guess Najoku is probably your best receiver after Amari. But there's nobody that you can trust to make great catches, to, to run great routes. So whether that's through the draft or free agency, um, that's got to be a priority for the Browns. So um, I hope we get smarter. And then, as you said, coaching-wise, I'm I'm very curious to see how this offensive coordinator hire goes down because we did get rid of Alex Van Pelt, Browns coordinator. Um, I'm I'm curious if the new coordinator is going to call the plays. Um, if he's not, I I don't know. It, it's going to be really interesting. But I you know we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. But it would be nice to get a a big name in there. But I'm also curious how Stefanski handles not calling plays. And is he, is he going to like that? You know, so. Yeah. We want to get a a, a, a better, uh, well, actual schedule. And then we do a season preview. Then we could give a better mm-hmm. prediction on our going on. Just because why not? Fuck it. <laughs> but that's just a very super premature. I'm talking about that's so premature. If it was a calculation. You ain't even met the girl yet that you was going to premature ejaculate mm. on. That was that's... man. He you had to get you had to get your sex joke in there. You had to. It's tradition, you know. All right, let's do Browns blotter since we was talking about firings, hirings, and coaching and whatnot. Uh, we already brought up Van Pelt getting fired. Um, they also fired the running backs coach. Which is kind of odd because, like, what did he do? I mean, yeah, <laughs> we got no Nick Chubb, and we got a bunch of you know people to make up a Nick Chubb. We got Kareem Hunt to score the touchdowns and Jerome Ford to catch the ball and run a little bit. So, like, he did, he worked with what he had, and then the fucking Pierre Strong did help fumbling and shit. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, why you fumbling? Why you fire this guy? I like Stump. He had the cool name. Stump. He had the great beard. Uh, I like Stump. I like Stump too. And I know they always said like the the running back room really uh, liked him. Um, so I I don't know. I, I don't know. I know they're talking to talking about getting uh, Deuce Staley as the new running backs coach. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what what else we could have done with what we had. I don't know. So yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, you're fucking. And um, as far as um, the little talks in the about the free agents, they say we got two, well, one in the top 100. No, two. Two in the top 100 and one just outside of the top 100, Shelby Harris. But our two in the top 100 is Hearst and uh, Zadarius Smith. And we definitely got to bring back Hearst, if not Zadarius Smith. I would, I would like to see them both come back, but yeah. I really like Hearst. Hearst was killing before yeah. he got hurt. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he was. He was doing real well. Hopefully, yeah. I hope I didn't know that they were both on one year deals. Is that right? I guess so, because they both yeah. in top in the top one hundred free agents for this year. Dang. That's so you know, like like I say, Shelby Harris is like number one oh seven or something like that. Mm. Okay. We got some good players that we need to keep. Shelby Harris made plays too. I wrote his name down a bunch of times this year. Yeah. He made yep. plays. He did. Yes, he did. Oh man. We need everybody. We need our Afri- we need our wild Africans. We gotta keep our African <laughs> unit together. <laughs> we do. You're right. You we we really do. Now that's my hopes. Just keep keep them together. And they're talking about as far as with Flacco. See now <laughs> I had all these hopes and grandeur <laughs> of him taking us to the Super Bowl and us having this hard decision to make. And now we don't. <laughs> now right. we don't have a decision to make. And it'd be nice if we came back as a backup. I'm, I will welcome him back. But at the same time, I wouldn't mind having Jacoby back. Hell yeah. I would, I'd love to have Jacoby. But yeah, wh- whatever we can do. I think it's become very clear that you, you got to have a good running back, especially Deshaun coming off an injury. Like we have to be prepared for it. And I don't. I don't know if they feel like, you know, year two for DTR is going to be way better, but I don't think it hurts to have a, a veteran quarterback. So, yeah, DTR around. He can learn another year, get in, you know, a couple wild cats or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. But yeah, we need a yep. veteran Joe Flacco, Jacoby Brissett like backup. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but I rather if we can't keep Flacco, which he he vocally said out loud that he loved Cleveland and he wanted to come back. Yeah. You all you always want to keep a guy and say shit like that. Right. But yeah. we can't get him yeah, then I mean I would imagine Brissett would have to be the second choice that they yeah. go after. Cause he knows yeah. the system and yeah. shit. I would think. So we'll see. Uh, keep the lookout for that. But like I said, QB Pierce, by the time we do the season preview, we should have enough information on all these. Because we ain't going to do the season preview till after we sign people and do all this type of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a I – put, I put this on Twitter. And, like, I don't have a second favorite team. I never had a second favorite team uh, after we lost. Like, I remember telling Jill, I don't give a fuck about the football no more. The rest of it, I don't care who win what. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. But other than being happy that Baker lost, not even happy, just happy to shut up the Browns Baker fans. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm happy for. I don't care about Baker Mayfield. I'm just, I'm. it's the Browns fans on Twitter who I'm fucking aiming my vitriol at. And number two, <laughs> I'm glad that the Lions are winning because it's like, they are they a lot like us. Dude. They got shitted mm-hmm. on. They've been the laughing stock. They had a 0-16 season. So if they can win the Super Bowl, it's gonna give us a lot of hope that we on the right track. And I'm a big fan of Jalen Rose. He reason I wear black socks. And Barry Sanders is my favorite football player ever. So it wouldn't be bad to see the Lions win a Super Bowl in my lifetime. Yeah, I I'm I would love a Lions Bills. Super Bowl because I think both of those franchises have had a lot of pain and obviously we share the 0 and 16 pain with the Lions. So yeah, I I'll root for for both of them out of each conference. I also just 
under no circumstances want the Ravens to win. Um, yeah, but no, will, that, will that happen? I I don't know. I do not know. Yeah, because Lamar's been pretty fucking good. Um, yeah, he's he's been he's been. <laughs> it's like we don't the only team that can beat him, and then we ain't there. So it's like yep. they taking advantage. God damn it. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, coaching grade for the year. Um, y'all saw QB Pierce. seemed like he got better and better each game till he got to a stride. I say around week ten, eleven, where I remember just we just kept giving him constantly like either A minuses or B pluses, and it just kind of held up from there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I mean, no sense in really changing other than the shit, the the shitting of of bed sheets that we did. Yep. Saturday or last Saturday, I would say the coaching was was just fine. We coached ourselves to number one fucking defense, and we coached ourselves into somehow <laughs> winning all these games without scoring a lot of points. I guess they say mm-hmm. that we didn't score. Our point differential was bad, or some shit like that. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. That's because we lot of won a lot of games on field goals, but mm-hmm. yep. Fuck, I still say, uh, I like I said, other than the surprise stump Mitchell firing, I thought they did pretty good. I thought Alex Van Pelt did pretty good, but I guess I don't know. I guess some dude was saying, I hate to let outside influences. Go influence my thinking, but some dude pointed out that we was running some old West Coast offense scheme or some shit, and that was why he got fired. I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give the whole coaching staff uh, a solid B plus on the season. Yeah, I, that's not bad. Like you said, uh, defense really turned it around. Um, I think there's still moments where. Our, our offense could have been better and more innovative. Um, and I, I still would have liked to have seen more adjustments from Stefanski. I think that's the one thing moving forward. He's got to be able to adapt mid-game, especially against the Texans, man. We were we were really pinching our, our ends. Like, we did not – we lost contain every time. They did so many bootlegs against us. And it just worked every time and we didn't we didn't make the adjustments we needed to. But I won't let one game skew my opinion. It was much better this year. We we really didn't complain about the play calling too too much, but still some some to be desired. I'll say a B for this season. I'll give it a B. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so B B plus a B overall. That's a fair grade. That's barren, like you say, QB period. That's better than past seasons where we were just winning eight and nine games. And so <laughs> we're getting yep. better. We're getting better. Final final thoughts for the 2023-2024 Cleveland Browns season. Well, I'm proud of my guys. Not one ounce of bitterness. We overachieved. Again, I don't mind reiterating. We had a game to spare. I cannot remember saying that literally in my entire Browns fandom life. I will take it. I will remember it forever. 
<laughs> this was a great season, a lot of memorable games, a lot of cheering. We did it for Nick. Um, all that shit this year. It was great. Um, fucking, we did the, the, the guitar thing this year. That was our first year for the guitar shit. Was it? No, it was not the first year. Well, it was the first year it mattered. It was the first year we did it, and then we <laughs> yeah, win again right. afterwards. <laughs> so, uh-huh. uh, yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just happy with the season. I can't. I mean, we got to lose. Joe uh, Flacco said it the best: the further you go, the harder, the hurt, uh, the the more it hurts when you lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we made it to the first round and lost. So imagine we were lost today. Right. So. Right. I take it, man. A playoff berth is a playoff berth. We are no longer a shitty team. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll, I'll piggyback off that. I thought all in all it was a great year. You know, we had a lot of di- uh, diversity, adversity. Um, Jim Brown also died. That's who the season was dedicated to. So I feel like for Brown standards, making it to the playoffs, that's pretty good. So pretty good dedication to uh, to Jim Brown. Um Man, just so many injuries. That's another thing. I, I'll be interested to see if we hire a new strength and conditioning coach because so many injuries, so many injuries. Um, but all in all, it was a really fun year. It was probably the most fun we've had doing the podcast because it's been the most amount of wins that we've been able to talk about. And uh, yep. so uh, looking forward to next season and uh, excited to see what we do in the offseason. Perfect. Hell Yeah. That's been the QBP for 2023-24. I'm Yusuf Ali. That's Jake Solomon. And until the next episode, as always, fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Yeah. Cleveland! This is for you! We out.